binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. And today, we have a very serious topic. But first... Today's segment is What Are They Now? Uh-huh. Where we talk about a former cryptid. And today I decided to bring up the mountain gorilla. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Because they were known for a long time, but as all former cryptids, they're not acknowledged until a white man sends one to Europe. Pretty much. And in this one, it was discovered in 1902 by a German officer that shot one and brought it back to Europe. <laughs> I mean, that's how you do, though. Honestly, that's what the case is going to be with Bigfoot. Someone's going to shoot one and bring it in. Yep. That's how you learned. That's how it science is. happens. I mean, basically, yeah, you find a corpse. I mean, unless I'm right, and it's just a big lichen. In which case, we may never know. <laughs> unless we capture one. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Bigfoot. Avatar of the Green. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that movie, The Horror at Party Beach, where they're like mutant sea anemones that have that have animated a skeleton jesus it just that's what i it sounds sounds like a good horror movie monster right like it'd be all like whoa and yeah, yeah but no they, it turns out they like suck blood and they just look like big mud skippers with pickles in their mouths it's i think it's on our list of movies to watch like it, it is probably is it's 300 movies long it is sorry 299 we watched one of them and like every one of them walks like all like uh like like but like out it's i wish you could see what i'm doing right now it's a very <laughs> bad impression but it's oh. it's what they look like at any rate the mountain um, gorilla i didn't get a bunch of research because there's a lot of stuff just on the gorilla and it's like they're gorillas well i was gonna say yeah uh, just... so i only got the year they were discovered and the earliest written account of them in any form is from 500 bc wow yeah. So here, I guess this is my question. What makes them so... Because some of these things, I, I like to think that you say, well, there's nothing else like that, in, like Bigfoot. Aside from man, there's no other like really well-known... There's no other primates in the New World that aren't small monkeys in South America. So it kind of makes sense for people to say... Well, there wouldn't, there aren't any of those because, like, we we would have seen one. Yeah. But I mean, like mountain gorillas, like the like their like gorillas come from Africa. Like, I would think that it would just be like, well. Well, because they weren't originally described as like, oh, it's just a gorilla. It's like mountain man. Okay, see, because that was, that was yeah. my question was like, what was it described as? Mountain man. But if that's, oh, so like African Bigfoot. Interesting. Man, that's so weird to think about. Like, Bigfoot, basically, like, Africa, like, almost literally has Bigfoot in the form of gorillas. I mean, there's one everywhere. I, well, I mean, I know Big Feet are said to be, uh, sorry, Bigfoots are said no, to. Uh, Bigfoot is a proper noun. It, it is a name of, you are an Alex of the human uh, species. Uh, Sasquatch is the species. Bigfoot is an that, individual. That article. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, at any rate, um, it's just, you know, typical the, the, the white man not accounting for the proper native names of these animals. Yeah. So just their high and mighty white male reality with their uh, Bigfoot is what it's called thing. Sasquatch is singular and plural. I'm sorry, Squatch hunting. It's <laughs> going squatching. Are we going to go squatching on the uh, Twitch channel? That's indeed, indeed we are. That's going to be some comedy gold. But I guess that's cool to think about then, that like Africa really has their own Bigfoot. So far, two of them, are, two of the real things have been from there. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Yeah, they say Australia had all the, the cool new stuff. <laughs> I, I did see a very fun picture that was 
It's just like some text going like, how can people think unicorns aren't real, but like giraffes yeah. are okay? Like I'm going to picture of both of them. Like which one looks like it's from another fucking planet? <laughs> As a horse with a horn, weird, but like a fucking horse with a nine, like a 40 foot neck, like. Oh man, 40 foot, can you imagine a 40 foot giraffe? That'd be insane. That would be the longest, but it's like, like a snake. It just like couldn't, <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> I mean, a giraffe with like a snake like neck would be better than just. Oh, see now I'm, now like I'm just what? thinking like of like a bad, bones? like yeah. unity shop, like giraffe where like they, it's you fucking, just dial up the neck animation to 11 and it's just like. The Gary's mod <laughs> fucking <laughs> giraffe neck. Wacky waving inflatable tube arm neck giraffe. Just. But then it has to like constrict antelope. It becomes Ooh. a predator. Oh God. You can't constrict body, the tree. Body, giraffe. Nah, Head giraffe. and other part of body, just giant anaconda. Oh my gosh. Nope, reticulated python. Because uh, that is a bigger snake. Sorry, a longer snake. The anaconda is just fat. Yep. The absolute unit of the snake world. <laughs> uh, wacky waving inflatable arm tube neck giraffe. And head thylacine, so it can open its jaw at a 90 degree angle. <laughs> Sorry, 80 degree angle, I know. And swallows hippos whole. When it's not swallowing whole, it's Maybe just... That, what I just described is just Michele Mubembe. <laughs> really? That's in, it's the African Wolpertinger. You take somebody there... Sorry, the right person. As long um, as it's not a hippo. As long as it's not a hippo, yep. I think only the right hippo can... <laughs> yeah, bring a hippo. Just wow. bring your pet hippo. Maybe uh, what we... That's how we stop it. That's how we stop Escobar's hippos. We send we send giraffes. Now. We, we send crossbreed giraffes with green anaconda. But then Michaela Mbembe is well, it's a friendly creature and it's a vegetarian, so it wouldn't completely destroy the ecosystem. It would just ruin the Not giraffes. Not as bad as the are. Yeah, the hippos yeah. are just shitting the rivers to death. The way you describe that, Alan, just remind it just made me think of like a Bruce Willis movie. Like Bruce Willis is the hippo just in a world where. Like, the right hippo. <laughs> like I told you, I'm out. I'm not being a hippo anymore. I can't deal with these. I can't deal with these Michele and Bembe's. <laughs> but we need you. You're a good hippo. Got a family now. <laughs> uh, he was three hippo days from hippo retirement. <laughs> it's just like an old sci-fi movie where in space everything has to be space. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. It's three space days from space oh. retirement. <laughs> But I imagine he's like, but he's got like, he's got hands and he's smoking a cigar, even though he's like on all fours. Yeah. Like, nah, man, the, the cigarette's just taped to the flat hippo foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything is taped to the foot. Like, the gun, like. <laughs> I'm Detective John Hippo, Africa PD. Like, like you know, grabs wallet, it flops open, badge is there. <laughs> All the arm shots are just puppets. It's bad. You can still you can see all four of them, but a hippo hand like comes yeah. out of frame holding the thing and just like shakes. Let's fund it, dude. Wow. Got no more mountain gorilla stuff. No more mountain gorilla stuff. Just spitballing about Bruce Willis hippo movies. He'd probably do it now too. Oh yeah. Speaking do it now. He was Willis. in Hudson Hawk. He probably would have done it. Speaking back of then. Bruce Willis, did you? I, I another article that I only read the, the headline of and didn't delve any deeper because I didn't care enough. But was um, Kevin Smith is kind of not like actually upset, like fake news upset about not being on the panel for the roast of Bruce Willis. Ah, interesting. 
I don't think I could handle a roast. I mean, I, you know, on the other hand, that yeah, is basically you you every day of my yeah, life. Like, so you it, live a roast. Honestly, yeah, I could probably, I could probably handle. It. That's the theme of my Twitch page: is just me getting roasted, me being bad at games, my friends roasting me. It's quite a show. Just call people. me a Tony, the absolute Tony. Man. <laughs> well, should we get to today's featured creature? Oh, we should actually. This, I'm, uh, if this is the one I think it, it is, it yes, is. I'm interested in this one. All right, it is the Owl Man. And this one is, you said it's not the Christ on Infinite Earth's other Batman. <laughs> I had to specify on my re- Googling so much. <laughs> oh, man. Get a lot like, of results for James Woods. I'm just saying, I'm, like, I type in pretty much anything, and it gives me the default, like, monster answers. Usually. But, and in this like, case, Owlman, it's like, oh, bat- uh, Batman? Like, no, not not Owlman. You typed in Owlman. Did you mean Batman? <laughs> no Google. So... The Owlman, also called the Cornish Owlman or the Owlman of Monon, is the is the Cornish Owlman like a like a small person Owlman? Yeah, it's like a game head. Because that well, exactly. I mean, no, it's just in Cornwall. That's so weird because everything else that's like like Cornish is just like a smaller yeah. regular thing. Owlman is an owl-like flying humanoid that looks like Mothman. <laughs> oh, you don't say. Tell me more about this owl. Man. It looks like Mothman, but with a beak. <laughs> and they can just go with Beakman. Beakman? Beakman's world, dude. <laughs> yes. Well, what if it's just about an owl person instead? I guess that that's fair. It's just screeching. But it's like a science show for kids. <laughs> just like screeching, though. No dialogue. And he's got a giant rat. That makes sense because owls tend to eat rats, so I could see that. So Owlman is about five to six feet tall, often seen flying, uh, has glowing red eyes, and makes a loud hissing sound. <laughs> Its feathers are usually described light gray or white, so it's an off-color mothman. Uh, the talons on its feet are unusually large and black in color. Unusually large. Yeah. Because owls already have pretty big talons. Yeah, but like... Compared... Have you ever held an owl? I mean, it like... No. They're pretty big, dude. We've had a talent discussion on this show before. Did we? Yeah, about the eagles. That's right. Yes, we did. We did indeed. They're usually seen in the woods... Or in cemeteries, like cemeteries connected to churches. So are they? Are they like other end of the line out? Like like Mothman predicts disasters, and then Owlman is like, "See, I told you so." <laughs> is that <laughs> like <laughs> in the woods cemeteries? <laughs> like told you it was sick. It mostly appears to young girls and is thought to be demonic in nature. Whoa! Yeah, it mostly appears to. So it's a sex monster. Is <laughs> it's also a monster of the heart. I get well. I mean, maybe wind. It, <laughs> it appeared before Guy and Minka, I guess. <laughs> um, that's pretty much that's it for its like descriptions of it. Okay, so what are some sightings? Seems, uh, any recent ones? Uh, well, it depends on how you think. Two thousand is recent, but <laughs> eighteen years that. ago. Okay. Wow, that was so long. In nineteen seventy six. In April, two young girls saw a large winged creature hovering above a church tower. Uh, they called him Owlman. They called, they coined the phrase, like the two wow. young girls. Fair enough. Uh, paranormal research, Tony Doc Shields, uh, investigated the girl's claim. July of the same year, a 14-year-old Sally Chapman was camping near the church in the woods. She left her tent, heard a hissing sound, and then saw the creature ascend and fly away. It took wing. It took wing. <laughs> It took wing. So, like, so far, just 
distracted by a cat. Um, we uh, just appeared to the two girls in the seven in the seventies. That's Three the, girls, that's, the, that's the most recent. No, so okay, that's, that's, that's when that's when it started. Yeah. Okay, so this is this isn't like a primordial monster. It's not like necessarily a force of nature. No. No. Okay. What's the What's the region? If you don't mind me asking, it where's where did it? England, Cornwall, okay. and okay, Man, Mall one or I wrote it down, but where the fuck did it go? It sounds Welsh. Monin. I see. 1989, a young man, Gavin, and his girlfriend claim to have seen a creature about five feet tall with talons, gray feathers, and glowing eyes. I see. Gavin. I, yeah, and I know, I, I honestly, I expected his girlfriend to have a name and for it to be something like Calliope or Guinevere. <laughs> Every time I hear Gavin, just just Gavin, doesn't even have to be anymore. I think of Shooter McGavin from, <laughs> from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh man, dude! See, I was watching Happy Gilmore last night. <laughs> Coincidence? I think so. Probably. Nineteen ninety-five. This one makes me think real hard, and I'm sure you'll think the same thing I'm thinking. A tourist from Chicago claimed to have seen a man bird with a ghastly face, a wide mouth, glowing eyes, pointed ears, as well as clawed wings. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so what if what if this guy is like a Peter Parker? Where like he's the he was doing it, right? And then he went away for a while because it was what, eighty nine to ninety five? Went to Chicago, started flying around there too, and then was like, "Oh, uh, I'm going back to the uh, list of the Chicago sightings." So I know it started like the the list starts way before. I want to see how close to this one it starts. Yeah, because that I mean, honestly, dude, it could be the same guy. Eighty one is the first one in the Chicago, and then ninety seven's the next one. Wow, yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, kind of matches up. Hmm. It's not that jogger who's really po- oh, no, it's jogger. Who was the really poetic guy? No, it was, jogger. Oh, it was yeah, a jogger. Oh, yeah, it was the jogger. And then there's also the trucker. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. These are the characters we have created. The eloquent jogger and the lonely trucker. Yep. The eloquent jogger. Oh, man. I could totally see it. It's it's one guy in in an owl costume. And he's just, he's an ally of justice going around righting wrongs. And he's trying to make it as a reporter. So he's reporting on himself uh, in these different places. Yep. Just going full on Spider-Man. I'm sure there's another, there's a bat flying humanoid. Because like I said in the Kiki Aon, we need to find a bat so each place can have a crisis on infinite... <laughs> <laughs> crisis on infinite continents. You know, crisis on infinite Chicago's. Gonna, <sighs> I'm gonna find a bat, African bat cryptid. Oh man. And then I'm pretty sure I can find a English cryptid. Oh yeah. That's a bat. For sure. Worst case scenario, spring heel jack. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to get to that. Uh, 2000. Loud owl-like sounds can be heard around local churches. Just throughout the region. Yeah, and owl-like sounds, so... Hmm, somewhere that has owls Hmm. would have, like, you know, Hmm. that's so, wow, I don't... Hmm. Who? (laughs) Who? Who could it be? (laughs) Can you stop Owlman by, like, giving him a Tootsie Pop? It probably, honestly. Like, hey, oh man, how many t- licks does this take? Loud hissing sound. <laughs> I, I like the idea of redesigning DC's Owlman, but to incorporate, like, elements of the Tootsie Pop owl do you, character. Do you think DC's Owlman, in his world, there's a hero that is man-owl? And he's, like, had a serum that, like, made him. Yeah, but he like, was, like, an owl doctor. Their version like, of Kurt Langstrom is, well, like, but he's like, a man-bat. 
Well, it's like kind of backwards, so he'd have to like be an owl at first, and then get injected with like a man serum. <laughs> Not necessarily. Like Jester was a good guy. I mean, I guess that's like, true. Their origin story doesn't have to be backwards. They just have to be evil instead, or good well, instead. Uh, but I mean, what if he like started out Deathstroke a clown? was president in that movie. It really wow. Yeah, well, at least get the job done, you know. But I kind of imagine that like the Jester started out like as a clown. And then, like, the Axis chemicals made him, like, a normal person. <laughs> All right. And he, like, retained the identity because, it, like, he had gadgets or something? I don't know. Also, the move, that movie has my favorite version of Harley Quinn. Really? It's just a monkey dressed up with a Harley Quinn outfit. Oof, that is... I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> it's just a monkey called Harley. I guess that makes sense. Like a little capuchin. But is that, like... That's a good monkey. Is it... But weird hands. I don't know. Is it like... Know, there's uh, a photo of me holding one. Yeah. But is that, um, is that the Jester's sidekick? Yeah. Man, that's weird. I would have thought he would have, like, a small boy named Harley. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that, I don't know if that's weird or if. Uh, okay, uh, that's all for sightings. Wow. Theories. First one, giant eagle owl. All right, I mean, Okay. Other theories. They grow to be about three feet tall with a six-foot wingspan, so... That is pretty big. As I've previously stated, people suck at determining size. Oh, yeah. Yes, Especially in air and in the dark. Yep, and especially when you're when you're small. And I mean, if, if we're saying it was just a bunch of young people that Listen, saw these things at first... Yeah, you might not... Like, you might not know. Yeah. Especially if you have to convert meters to feet. Who, uh, my favorite one, my favorite theory is... It is a hoax made up by Tony Doc Shields because he is a notorious hoaxer. And his name is Tony. And he Tony. was the first one, too. It's another reason. So hold on. Wait. This guy was a notorious hoaxer? What else What else has no, he done? I was going to say. I, I want to know. I didn't look it up. You should, I, I mean, right. CV of I'll lies. look up Tony Doc Shields and his his badness. Okay, because I'm curious about what else. See, we're going to find out he was the same doctor that said you get autism from, from vaccines. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Is this this? Oh my god. I was gonna get really. I'm, gl- I'm glad I stopped myself from, from going down the road I was about to go down. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Guy. That is an ignominious fuck. <laughs> I'll post a picture of Tony Doc Shields on Twitter. Oh my gosh. Is he like Alan Moore's like younger, more normal looking brother? Let's see. History hoaxes. Well, he wrote some books. All right. He rediscovered. Okay. In the. <laughs> I'm just going to read a chunk of his Wikipedia page for Tony Doc Shields. In the late 1960s, after moving after moving to live in Poonzanuth near Falmouth, he rediscovered stage magic. Oh no. <laughs> Something he had been taught as a boy by his father and grandfather and wrote articles for the Linking Ring and the Budget magazines. His interviews... Oh, cool. He interviewed Ray Harryhausen and Ray Bradbury. Wow. Uh, huh? He also published a trio of magic books, 13-something Strange and Demons and Darklings. So 13-something Strange and Demon Dark- Demons Darklings. Demons, Darklings, and Doppelgangers. The article has no fucking commas in it. The Wikipedia. <sighs> Somebody who uh, typed it out had no idea what the word punctuation means. We had, they, which were sold both UK. During, oh my god. Two years before the sightings, like between 1970 and 1974, he performed as Doc Shields, Wizard of the West, at festivals and fairs in Cornwall. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> in 1975, 
the year before this, he set up Tom Fool's Theater of Tomfoolery, <laughs> which started as a troupe of mummers. No link for what a mummer is. Before worked before worked closely with the famous Footsbarn Theater. That's bad Wikipedia. <laughs> this guy seems like he had an interesting life, though. But I mean, look at us doing actual detective work, trying to crack the code of the uh, of the owl man. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> It, I mean, hey, dude, 60-minute uh, style investigation. In the, in, in the year that the first sighting happened, 1976, he was involved with a series of monster-raising exploits, which brought him extensive media coverage, particularly when he started invoking the monsters with the help of a coven of nude witches. Oh, boy. Hmm. Ah, uh, he's a hero. Yep, I love him, him. Him and a bunch of young women get naked and summon up Owlman in the woods. Hey, just says nude witches, nothing about them being young. Well, I mean, I guess that's fair. His attempts to raise... Morgar, the Cornish sea monster. Oh, man. Oh, I'm adding that to the list. I was going to say, yep, add that to the list. We're, we're looking that up. That's going to, we're doing that. I'm putting that to the sea monster list. Yep. Um, by BBC TV, 14 <laughs> Times, local newspapers, and appear. Okay. <laughs> News of the World. At around the same time, reported The Queen sight- album? At Morgar the- is on. <laughs> At around the same time, he reported on sightings of the now legendary mo- Owlman. He, in 1977, he obtained photos of Loch Ness, uh, appeared on the front page of the Mirror newspaper. Uh, The official newspaper of the space station, of the same name. (laughs) Oh. Let's see. Long Monster Raising. He wrote several plays, including including Spooks, uh, Gallivant Variations, Night Jars, Cloth Owl, The Wrinkling Curtain, and Dr. Beak Hides His Hands. Well, Shafton, I think this is your Peter Parker theory. I think he's dressed up in yep. beaks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the events of the 70s and 80s, he covered, were covered in his own book, Monstrum, and in the 1996 book, Owlman and the Others by John Dowles. That sounds like a comic book that DC would put out. During his period, this period and the years since, he continued to paint and have expi- exib- eh, exhibitions. He considered himself an artist first and foremost in his life's work to be a form of surrealism that he refers to as surreal alchemy. You remember everything I said about this kept being Alan Moore's younger, more normal-looking yeah. brother? Yeah. Yep. A photo of him was from 2015. Wow. His occupation is artist, magician, writer, busker, psychic, entertainer, and hoaxer. Did he ever move to Chicago, though? That's really important. God. Because, like, if he ever so, spent I'm time... I'm changing this theory to not my favorite theory, because the theory, like, was all the other like, paranormal investigators just hated him, and now I know why. He's fucking cool, and they <laughs> suck. They're a bunch of nerds. <laughs> uh, he's definitely a member of Kappa House. He's drinking whatever the, whatever the European equivalent the of PBR is. I apologize, Doc Shields, for ever thinking you weren't the greatest. He just sounds like an actual fun guy. But definitely the the, the Joseph Smith of, of cryptids. He's like, oh, Owlman? All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I found really big glasses, and they showed me Owlman. <laughs> All right, so that's the theories. Let's get to pop culture. <laughs> oh, so this guy's appeared in pop culture. Owlman? Aside from, I mean, but I guess he was, like, immediately in pop culture. Yeah. He was, like, in shows. Um. There's an episode of Secret Saturdays, which I still haven't watched. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was until like think, a couple months ago. I think ago. it'll be... We're eventually going to have a Patreon, but uh, I think that'll be one of the... Because the bonus episodes are going to be us watching uh, Lost Tapes, and we can watch this when we're done. 
That's true. Uh, there's a 2014 play called Owl Man, written by Emily Brownell and Exploding Fish Improv. Interesting. Uh, he's depicted in the Scottish independent horror movie Lord of Tears. Interesting. Uh, I think he is a representation of a old god in that one instead of like just a cryptid. Um, I don't remember the name of the god though. Interesting. And he is, Owlman is, the, the focus of season one, episode eight of Lost Tapes. The episode is called Death Raptor. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm excited to see that one then. It's got an exciting name. Um, you know, my first thought when you when you mentioned this, especially given the region, is that it might be some sort of, it might be kind of based on old, um, what's the word for it? I mean, I guess not not really Gaelic, but like old, old like Celtic tales, kind of, that it might be. Because I know owls, basically everywhere they appear, they, they tend to hold significant kind of folklore yeah. uh, places. Always magic and smart. Yeah, pretty much. Oddly enough, it's the, it's the big eyes, I think. It's their big cylinder eyes. Yep. <laughs> Cylindrical eyes. Uh, it's just weird that because of how we put the things up and people vote on them, we got voted two flying owls in a row. Interesting. The Kiki Aon and the fucking Owlman. I think in a fight, Kiki Aon could take Owlman. Because Owlman has never, wasn't described as, like, jacked. <laughs> well, and Kiki Aon is like a dream being. Not always. He's, well, not I mean, always like, both. at will. I mean, he's the freaking fifth dimensional owl yeah, monster. Yeah, he sucks in the, in the I mean, world. he is substantially weaker. All he has to do is take a light nibble on Owlman. But, I mean, what if and, he... He's got two more limbs than Alvan. Oh, that's true because he's because because Kiki Owen is like a like a legit fantasy dragon. No, he's like an angel. He's bipedal. He stands well, up. I mean, him. I guess that's true, but I just meant that he has like wings and yeah, four limbs. Not a wyvern. Exactly. The wings aren't aren't substitute uh, four limbs. Yeah, he's not a bat. So my uh, my rating for this one is Alvan. Tony Doc Shields. Well, this is going to say, I mean, it's definitely real. Tony Doc Shields. It this. Like, it was almost certainly a hoax. Tony Doc Reels. This is kind of fun because it's like the, kind of the first example, and I guess this sounds kind of laughable out loud, but of like kind of a definite hoax, you know? I don't know. Not just people being dumb, but oh, no, like that... being duped. Okay, being duped because like I was going to consider the flying human, like Chicago's Phantom, as a hoax. But no, that's just people being dumb. I mean, it's probably just people being dumb. And maybe Tony Doc Shields. Who knows? Or just the person from 1995 picking up where he left off. Maybe, right? There's like a mantle. The Wikipedia page didn't say he died, so... He's still alive out there. Just He's taken the hang gliding. I don't know. I mean, it seems like he wrote it. If he wrote his wiki and he died, who updated that he died? <laughs> That's a good point. What if he's not that? And the fun? picture is from three years ago, and he had a big ass glass of Guinness. That'll preserve you, dude. Pickle the insides, keep you alive. Maybe that's the European equivalent of PBR Guinness. Nah, it's too good. I mean, I want to think that's the case, but like, maybe. No, you don't get. There's no tours of the PBR factory. <laughs> My grandma took a tour of the fucking guinness factory and got me a nice fucking messenger bag that's pretty fun yeah it was well made too it lasted a long time 
I like to believe that the PBR factory is kind of like a NASCAR track. It definitely where is you a NASCAR can, track. Where you can like drive. You like will in never the tour. Be sponsored by Pabst Blue Ribbon. You, you could drive your RVs into like the middle of the tour and watch from like the. <laughs> so what's your rating, Alan? I, I, well, I like this island. Uh, yeah, Tony Doc Real. I mean, hats off to any hoaxer claiming that their hoax is their performance art. I know that trick. Surreal alchemy. That's <laughs> when no one thinks your art's good. Say it's a hoax. Oh, it's it. so good. He's... After the fact, it was ironic. It was. Oh, it, was yeah. it was. It was satirical commentary on the. Uh... He's my favorite person connected to any of these so far. He. I mean, I feel like this guy's going to be a returning character. I hope so. I would oh, honestly, he's definitely going to be if we ever do that fucking Cornwall sea monster. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, if you're out there, if you're still alive, uh, uh, Dr. Shields, um, you should totally send us an email because uh, we are just anxious to hear about your exploits. You sound like a fun guy. I'm going to buy some books, see if they have any at Open Book. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. So you should plug. You should plug Open Book. <laughs> Yeah. Plug local business. Yeah, just local business. Uh, it wouldn't do much, <laughs> judging from our uh, things. We only have a couple people local. Oh, uh, that's true. Our, like, <laughs> we got some people in Sweden. We do have the Swedes. I'm worried, though, that might be my extended family. I'm worried. If it's Shefton's extended family, <laughs> send us an email at... They, they wouldn't know. <laughs> on Gmail at... <laughs> oh, man. That's what we should just start doing. It's just instead of instead of plugging things, we're just gonna we're just going to aggressively try to get people to email us. It worked. We got Billup. We did. Billup did email Bill us. Billup, yeah, he's the best. Billup, let us know if you if you had any uh, uh, encounters with the Owl Man or any flying humanoid. Honestly, actually, yeah, dude. Like, let us know if you've encountered any. Also, of these. let us know if you have any questions about humans. Yeah, that's true. Because we could definitely uh, you answer know, any of your human questions. And... I don't know about that. Well, I can. All right, you can. I can. Yeah, that's a good point, because as soon as Alan said that, I immediately questioned my own humanity and ability to comment accurately on what it must be like to be a person. Uh, you're a person. It, well, I mean, I have personage, but I don't, you know. Uh, plugs. If you're wondering what this is for, I'm looking at both of you and the people. It's not for, like, it's half for, like, to tell people what we're into, but also... After a while, they'll get a good sense of who we are by the things we're into. I guess that's true. This is like the perfect opportunity for me just to create an image for myself. And just start over. Yeah, so far the image you have created for yourself is forgetful and alcoholic. Wow. <laughs> what? How? Wow. He plugged PBR like twice. <laughs> I did. I did plug PBR twice in a row. And he's an alcoholic. I literally can't remember anything we say in these podcasts. Oh man! I can go first again if you guys. Got you should do. That. I got. All right. So yeah, because of Fallmouth, I'm gonna plug my favorite publishing company, Urbanomic. Also, they just had a crazy sale, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, sweet. Best logo, little little goat man in a suit, oh. having a little mirror held up to him. Oh yeah, greatest philosophical publishing company in history. All right. Interesting. Justin. I'm I'm totally still thinking. I thought I had something to. Right. I'm playing a, a, a trio of books, a trilogy. Yeah, it's um. There, John Hodgman wrote a book like some fake almanacs. Uh, it's <laughs> there. The audiobooks are like the books are good. The books are great. 
the audiobooks are the best because the like the people that come in and do stuff like there's fake audio count like page day calendars at the end of each one and like the three of them are the areas of my expertise more information than you require and that is all interesting one of the audio calendars is like a day in the past oh no i think there's only two page a day calendars there's a day in the past where it's just like some fake thing that happened in the future and then today in ragnarok which is chronicling a year after the world ended in 2012 wow that's pretty cool it has dog storm and oh that's what dog storm is from oh my gosh and i think the other one has 700 hobo names just being read it's solid um, gold, and these books are why I started even listening to podcasts. Really? Because I was listening to them when I was working at Circle K, and I love John Hodgman so much for, because of these. Wow. And then I'm like, I wonder what else he does. And then I found his podcast, the Judge John Hodgman podcast, where he people come, two people come in and like talk about a, a, like argument they're having or something, and then like he's a judge. Wow. And it's some of them are real stupid. Like, is a machine gun a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. that's an early one. There's um, there's some really good ones. Interesting. They're all really good. That sounds. There's like this fun. guy who wants to turn his their bedroom into a hollow deck from Star Trek <laughs> with his VR gear, and they have a basement, but he's afraid to go in the basement because maybe centipedes. <laughs> Not even definitely centipedes. Maybe centipedes. Maybe centipedes. Maybe centipedes. It just it sounds like that guy from the My Brother, My Brother and Me episode where he like wants to convince his wife to get a spider. Yeah. Even though he doesn't want one, he's like, I don't know. I just want you to try to convince him get a tranquil. He just Dan wants control. <laughs> well, since you guys are plugging books. I guess I'll plug a book too, but I'm going to, I'm going to plug this book to make me sound smart and not like a forgetful alcoholic. It's called Menserat Circley and it's, it's a book about translating old math texts and it is actually very boring and like a reference book, but the idea is interesting and it's just like the same, the same work on measuring circles being translated into a variety of languages. It's a very old book. What's that called again? Menserat Circley. All right. <laughs> uh, if I can dig it out at, at my house, I'll bring it next time. Take yeah. A uh, before we go, uh, hit us up on Twitter at featured uh, Fecre F E R C A E. Wait, nope, nope. F E A almost an R. <laughs> F E A C R E. Jesus Christ. You know, I, I'm I'm liking that more and more because it's just making me think like big capital F space E A like E A games. F-E-A. Yep. F-E-A. C-R-E. As in S-E-E space R-E, abbreviation for Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> okay. That's Viewers, write that down. Um, It'll be on the test. Email us. The email address is featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. Uh, we have an Instagram. It's Featured Creatures. Uh, Facebook page at Fecray. Pretty much everything. Subscribe to us on Twitch. We'll be streaming some monster games. Uh, And listen to us via Spotify. Oh yeah, we recently got out of Spotify, but by the time this airs, that was four weeks ago. Wow. It was four weeks ago. (laughs) But still, listen to us. You're listening to us now. (laughs) Hopefully you're listening to us now via Spotify. Or anything, it don't matter. I guess that's true. I'm just, I'm excited about Spotify, is all. It just, it feels like a big step to me. It took a while. It just, it feels like a big legitimate platform. It, it's like it's like moving from public access to like local TV. Ooh, that's to the local TV. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, right? like it. You know. All right. 
Remember, all we need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Hoax sounds. In the 1970s, Doc Shields earned his living as a stage magician. 